Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. You have a good dip dip dip. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, everybody. DDS, welcome to the program. Episode, two, oh boy, 2811 is what I want to say. Yeah. And we welcome you in. I, I assume everybody is waking up from the coma-inducing Oscars that were on Sunday night. <laughs> Good Lord, what a snooze fest those were. Maybe maybe some people have differing opinions here in the program. But Jimmy, in a year where nobody saw any of the movies, for God's sake, don't show any clips don't of the show movies. Please, please, thank you. For the love of God, do not show any of the movies you're talking but about. But please tell me about how the customer once cut out a Sears catalog uh <laughs> ad to come up with a costume 45 years later please do that and, and they finally mastered it they finally got it right they finally said you know what let's leave in all the long-winded speeches yeah let's get rid of anything fun nobody wants that during a pandemic you know what if all fucking years how about a, a monologue at the top with some comedy in it jesus yeah that's why that that little rel thing which maybe is like a, a middling premise at least it brought a little bit of something to the something happened thing. it was like something finally, happened something is happening that's not just a speech but and i i haven't read anything about this but my suspicion is they there was like a producerial decision to make the speeches longer they were like hey the speeches those people don't get enough time to say their thing let's give them twice as much time because every single one not every single one but because some people just say their thing and leave but people were going on and on way past the point where in a normal award show they would have gotten the red light and they would have said something about the red light but there's like a dude standing in front of the eiffel tower for five minutes just rambling on and And to not only just rambling on stops so then, and that's a wrap done, up, dude. Yeah. And like, God bless the woman from Minari. She's funny and great. And I, I didn't have a problem with her speech. But we all know from doing our show in front of audiences, she had three or four perfect joke outs that she could have walked away on and then just kept going. I'm like, God damn it. Just leave on the laugh. You had the laugh. Leave. Yeah. But uh, but I welcomed her speech in a yeah. uh, in a sea of no, she was uh, great. Hollywood taking itself way too seriously. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Um, and boy, oh boy, was it ever just the, you know, sometimes I mean the, the, the corny shtick that people will do occasionally when they come out, you know, when they talk to each other, that stuff. At least, you know, I, I never thought I'd say, I miss that even. Like as right. awful as yes. that is, I miss that. Uh, oh, right. It's oh, familiarity. Man. Like the, the you tune in for these things not because you actually care. It's because it's a warm blanket in a time where you're just looking for a distraction. You need the familiarity of that weird, broken down structure that isn't very viable in 2021, but it's still reminiscent of what you grew up on, basically. I feel like that's that's what was missing. It is that. You know now, Garrett, I, you're, go ahead, Elliot. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I, what I bet happened was this, that they, you know, everything in the in the academy is like look we've got to be more diverse we've got to give people more of a chance we bring in new blood into the voting and all this sort of stuff so when these new folks come up we don't want there to be a we don't want there to be a moment where the music plays off one of our new diverse people and then they don't get to finish their thought mm-hmm. but then when you do that you got to do that for everybody because because mm-hmm. you're going to get the heat if hmm. somebody else who already has influence gets gets cut off. Well, why did the other person, even though they're not realizing the diversity because they're old or whatever it is? Yeah. Well, let I me ask you, you a quick question, Elliot. Is there a way for you to repeat all of that farther from your microphone? <laughs> oh, I'm possible? sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what? You I, could... turned, I think I turned my mic down because your mic is low and we can't do anything about it. And so I turned my mic down. I see. All right. Very good. But I'll turn um, it up a smidge. There we are. Thank you. Yes, you're there welcome. We All right, now, lean uh, back. Garen, you're suspiciously quiet. Um, <clears throat> I I watched. I there were some 
genuinely head-scratching, shocking moments that I don't think the Oscars are going to recover from anytime soon, especially that ending. Um, I well, agree put, with they put, you. They put a lot of weight in the in, in Chadwick Boseman winning. They put a lot. They of, sure uh, did. Like, hey, a lot of weight in that man. Let's not let's not end with the best picture. Let's end with best actor because won't that be a special moment when the yeah. guy who wins literally isn't there and you just see a picture of him and then we wrap it up. Oh, <laughs> Fucking oh, horrible. Yeah, it was. It was literally that. Anthony Hopkins. See ya. <laughs> embarrassing. What? If Hollywood yeah. can't engineer a Hollywood ending, then what the fuck are we doing, <laughs> Nicholas? Even doing. And look, I don't, I don't disagree that the idea of no, nobody gave a shit what the best picture was this year. Nobody cared. Right. No, that's, like that's fair. Literally, they all were a shrug. Any of them could have won. Any of them could have not have won. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And so I understand. You know what? Let's move it from that. Maybe the best actor wins a little more excited. But it, but this isn't the SAG Awards. Yeah. You know that's the other thing. This is this is right. yes, you 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 honor the actor and actress, but at the end of the day, it's about the movie. Mm-hmm. It's movies. So you end with movie. Yes. Even if it is going to be, oh, no, Madeline. Okay, great. Bye, everybody. But at least you have a uh, stage full of people. Yes. And uh, there's some people, you know, the sourpuss that is Francis McDormand up there. And (laughs) you get that. At least you have that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, even if Chadwick Boseman had one, then you want to end on a tear-filled, tear-filled speech that would have just been heart-wrenching. That's what you want to end on. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was a half-baked premise, even if you accept that they thought they knew what they were getting when they, when they made right. that choice. But I, it, it, it very much felt like we're shaking it up. I mean, it's a good year to shake it up because they had to do it a different way. They're in a different location. Uh, things mm-hmm. are weird in general. So I, I get the instinct to be like, let's be different. And I guess like I haven't been paying any attention to it. Normally, I think I would be more aware of the back, the backstory of everything. But I gathered that Steven Soderbergh produced it, which is he's a filmmaker. He's a he's a director. And, they wanted and, this to feel like a movie, Matt. They wanted yeah. the night to feel like a movie. And I get it. I mean, there were the cameras were set to 24 frames that, that they nailed it on that front. Good job. It's, that's that that is the flickering that my brain recognizes as film. But uh, it's just it was still awkward. I mean, it's like if you're trying to, like, engineer the awkwardness out of it, they failed. I mean, every when they had the presenters introducing the actors and then like giving some weird commentary like to Carrie Mulligan they're like yeah. congratulations on me having such a brave important perform or whatever the hell she said yeah. I-, I literally was cringe I was like yeah. what is happening uh, this well, is it's, not it's also because like, why is it, so Laura Dern's now standing over here and everyone's like this like while they're re- receiving their awkward like compliments from her, they're yes, just like that's how they do it in the movies. This was yeah. like a movie, Matt. You know, there's People a reason behind you in the movie. <laughs> that's why I, I yelled to the TV. I said, "There's a reason why people stand on stages. It's because so everyone can be facing the same direction to listen to them." Let me tell you something. As a guy that did warm up for the Tonight Show and then Conan O'Brien, and and. Uh, when I was do- when I first started doing warm up for the Tonight Show, and I've talked about this at length before, but it but it plays into what you just said. I was doing the traditional warm up. You're in the audience. You walk through the audience. Blah blah blah. But that but the room for the Tonight Show was so huge. If I was on the left side of the audience, the right side had no idea where I was. and They couldn't see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I made a decision. I'll stand on the spot where Conan stands and does his monologue. And all of a sudden, my warm up became great. 
Like it, so, yeah. how about that? When right. everybody's facing the same direction yeah. on a raised area or a lower area, and they're raised, yeah. then people can see you. You dumbass Soderberg. <laughs> and also, it's not. It's if for the for the. It's one thing for the room to be uncomfortable physically and emotionally with it, but it's also about how does it play on television. And when you have a camera shot of someone's body completely twisted and contorted in a 180 degree position, so that they can nod and awkwardly smile at someone telling them how great they are, it doesn't make good television. It just it just makes you it makes you uncomfortable looking at them being uncomfortable. Uh, well, I had my best ballot ever, so I, uh, that's oh. all I care about. I, How many did you get right? Oh. Here's, you want to know what happened? I'm going to blow up Elisa's spot right now. Uh, she, like, you, normally, she's in a, an Oscar pool at her office, and so she researches, which I fully support. I would do the same thing. I'm competitive. I want to win. So if she's researching and then we're doing a ballot in the house, I'll look at a couple of things just to get a sense of what's going on. This is a year I, I looked at nothing. I knew nothing. I barely saw any of these movies. And she's not in an Oscar pool. So I just assume we're all just going to have fun guessing completely blind. She read one New York Times article and got the first 16 things correct. And I was like, oh, my gosh. this is fucking bullshit. Why? I'm competing against the New York Times. I'm not even competing against you. You're not going to, you know, listen, Matt, I saw your wife's post on Facebook that she did the reason. I'm like, to beat Matt? <laughs> and your children. This is what you're and at Zoe. home. You're, you're not yeah. supposed to do any research. You're just supposed to go, you know yeah. what? This is fun at home during a pandemic. Yeah. We circle it. Nobody's winning money. Right. And and then uh, it was, but it was, it, she did make me laugh, though. Like, she finally got one wrong, and she goes, there you go. The failing New York Times. <laughs> uh, but like, it was crazy how this, how long she went before there was even one incorrect thing. And then I think she ended up maybe deviating on a couple of the major categories. Um, but they were wrong about best actress. They, I think they picked uh, Viola Davis and, and mm. Frances McDormand one, which I picked Frances McDormand having been one of the only things I saw all year. I was like, well, I bet that's going to win. And sure enough, after all of the attempts at inclusivity and everything, it's like you got Anthony Hopkins and Francis McDormand. Take off the table how what people's performances were because I still contend that really doesn't mean anything to the voters. Like, it's all subjective anyway. And, and a lot of people voting don't know. They don't see things. They just go, uh, yeah, that old guy's really good. Let's give him one. And it's just terrible. The optics are terrible. Like, again, I, I, I've, I've heard nothing but, oh, he was great in, in The Father. But it's just optically awful when a, lead, like a, a guy who died in his prime and is one, was one of the greatest actors of his generation can't win for that performance, which was universally praised. And the whole show was structured to celebrate him at the culmination of the entire broadcast. <laughs> that looks fucking terrible. Yeah. But you know what? But that said... I don't know who you're voting for. You don't know who I'm voting for. You know, right. It's voting. not one. It's not like everyone's in a room together going. Not hey, like, let's right. do it's this. not like in a room where you go. Yeah. You know what? Hopkins is the way to go. And then but so it, it's not like somebody went, no, let's not do that because of this. And then. But doesn't it? It's, it smacks of people over the age of 70 being like, that's what's good because I relate to an old man str- struggling with dementia. Yeah. Um, well, I, I haven't seen it, but he's he's always good in everything. He I mean, is. I, can't, I know. Uh, yeah, I agree. He, I mean, it, did, did Harrison Ford do a better job portraying a, a man with dementia just trying to <laughs> deliver a speech? Yes. Great job. <laughs> he kind of showed up Anthony Hopkins without realizing. You leave it. Indiana Jones alone. <laughs> How is that guy supposed to play Indiana Jones? He's fucking know. 30 years past his ability to do that. Oh, no. boy. It's he, I hope he's just a professor 
complete through the entire movie. It's just all about his final year as a professor. <laughs> it's like a, he it's retires like a, in a the very, end. <laughs> a very quiet drama about yes. <laughs> about uh, uh, oh, the we, winding down of an action star. Yeah, Henry, and, Henry Jones Jr., professor at large. <laughs> there you go. And haven't they done that bit before where they read the notes from something and then I feel like reveal yeah. that it was from a successful movie? And I love Blade Runner, but I that was not the mic drop any who they thought it was because Dude. Blade Runner is kind of a mess of a movie. Right? And like, yes, they, the studio fucked it up and then the director's cut is better, but it's still like, eh, I mean, we're not we're not talking about Casablanca here, guys. It's a fucking weird movie. <laughs> right. Anyway. Agreed. Well, it was a good time. Uh, my son and wife, they tied on their ballot. Mm. Uh, I got uh, just destroyed. I did not. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I did zero. Other than that article I read with the uh, the anonymous right. actor director giving their views. Um, that was the only thing. I, again, I'm not going to do research to beat my son. I got I got with zero research and zero knowledge. I got 11 right. That's what I got. I got 11. There you go. That's so that's what you get when you don't know anything. <laughs> and they got. Uh, wait, did I get 11? Yeah, maybe I think that's what I got. And they got, maybe they got 16 or something like that. They did mm. much better than me. To me, the most. Did you guys. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I was just going to say that the most exciting moment for me was I did not know he was nominated. And so when uh, former Earwolf uh, host and uh, acquaintance of ours, Trayvon Free, won an Oscar, I was like, holy shit, that's Trayvon Free. I know that guy. Crazy, right? It was incredible. Uh, I, that was awesome. And I'm. Um, that's uh, congratulations to him. I'm, that's I want to see that movie now. I want to know what's what it's, what's up with Collective? it. Collective was that his or the I the? Can't remember the name of it. Something similar to that. I want to say. Go ahead, yeah. Gary. You were going to say something. I, well, I was going to ask if you guys had like a favorite standout moment, and it sounds yeah. like Matt just had his. <laughs> I mean, oh, but yeah. I, I, mine actually was when that the woman from Minari was going off stage and Brad Pitt was desperately trying to maintain social distance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he but just still, gave up and still, walked still, her still, out. Still trying to yeah. walk her to the place you need to go. It was without, so yeah. cute and charming. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. She was, she's fantastic in that movie though. Let's, uh, oh, you, I gotta, did you, I gotta did you finally it. see it? Yeah. We saw it yesterday, right before the, uh, we watched nice. it yesterday afternoon and, uh, yeah, she's great. When it was over, just like, you know, uh, she just was phenomenal. Everybody just, in that movie's great. It's like, it's, such good performances and uh, a, a really good movie. Just it kind of uh, sad. <laughs> it's a sad mm-hmm. movie and it's hard to watch in some ways. Um, I, uh, agreed. Um, so, so here's the question. Yeah. Was this entire awards ceremony worth shutting down the main artery of Los Angeles public transport? <laughs> of course not, uh, Elliot. Of for, course not. for what I understand was several weeks, not just a couple days, as you might expect. Is that right? They shut yeah. down... For at least a week, maybe two or three. Well, I have they, to look at what the post build. That I, I mean, that 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 area doesn't normally have tiered whatever those tables. I believe that's were the room that Scott Ackerman got married in. I believe that is the mm-hmm. uh, that room, and there is some sort of tearing, but not not like we saw. Yeah, it seemed like they built a lot. To, they built a stage and they built some platforms. And what, for, what's the backstory on doing it at Union Station? Just. Uh, because the clue. ceiling was high and the ventilation would be good. I, that's the, what I assumed is that it's sort of like the next best thing to outside. Okay. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I, I want to say, uh, was it Doug Benson or no, maybe it's Paul F. Tompkins who was like, the shame we don't have someplace that's shaped kind of like a bowl in Hollywood where you can have this. <laughs> ah. Good point. I don't know why it wasn't outside. I mean, I guess because they can't count on it not raining, but, um, that would have been cold, right? A little chilly. It ended up getting a little chilly last night around that time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
What? Uh, so I don't know the. Uh, the, the uh, I, I don't. I've been in Union Station maybe twice in twenty something years. Uh, so they they shut. Did they shut down the entire Union Station? So there was no connection. Like if that was your mm-hmm. hub, mm-hmm. your your SOL for a week. I don't think that's what it was. I think what it was is that the main the main way to get to the hub was closed off. So you had to go all the way around to Cesar Chavez. Like if you if you didn't. If you were taking public transportation because you didn't want to walk, you were SOL because you're definitely going to be walking. Yeah, I see. Like, like way, way like, further. So you than- could still get to trains, and trains were not shut down. But like the the pathway to go from one thing to another was was you were diverted basically. Diverted and and, and far. Okay. And yeah. to, for again, I, I guess that's what to to what end to what to what uh, it like- looked cool. I mean, <laughs> it did look cool, but you you can't we you know you could build that on that giant stage next to Conan on Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know, they, if yeah. you're going to build a stage, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. where the you know the one the, you know that huge one on Warner Brothers lot where you know where they've got the swimming pool under where they did bits of uh, not Titanic. What the hell was in the movie? Uh, Dunkirk. I oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have gone back to that room they used to do at that hotel. I guess. I mean, I guess it's indoors. They probably didn't yeah. want to do that, but. Well, that but that's Just, where the that's where they do the isn't that the same place they do the Golden Globes now, the Beverly Hilton? No, no, no. The where we did our show, they, they used to do the Oscars in that room. Oh, right. During Podfest, right? What was years that ago? Called? What was that place called? Oh, is that right? That where we did our that, show that time at the that, uh, at the Roosevelt? I think that was the yeah. original home of the Oscars. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then we shut it down, right? We bookended it by uh, yeah, talking about jizz for uh, <laughs> thirty minutes. They, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Barrymores must be very proud that they got to share a room with Never Not Funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that. That was yeah. a big room. That, let's admit that was too big of a room for uh, any podcast to be in, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Right? The history uh, of it. Certainly for our podcast. <laughs> um, but we, and, and, then, and then to be told we were the most successful show of the festival. Yeah, that's, we had a good turn. <laughs> it, was, it was wide. That, that was the It was very thing. wide. It's that's a, exactly it's a, right. It's a ballroom. No, uh, not a of course, we did the ballroom blitz when it was time to go because we, uh, yeah. we didn't want to say hello to any of the fans. So we just did the uh, <laughs> the uh, the blitz. We got out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blitz, the blitz, the ballroom blitz. Ballroom hey, blitz. it's the ballroom blitz. Ballroom blitz. Ready, Steve? Mm hmm. <laughs> Andy? Uh huh. All right, fellas, let's go. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The only version of that song I recognize is the Tia Carrera version from Wayne's World. <laughs> I don't know that version. I know the original and I know the one by Crocus. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that. I'm sure I've heard the Tia Carrera. But, well, you uh, saw Wayne's World, right? <laughs> I did see the first Wayne's World, yes. I don't know if it was the first or the second now that you mention it. but I did. I see love that song. One. Yeah, Her version of it, too. I, I would listen to that like daily. I like really? it so much. I was once on her porch. I was once on Tia Carrera's porch. <laughs> for a uh, and you couldn't get you couldn't get, couldn't get past the front door. Huh? Uh, it's, I was with somebody dropping something off mm-hmm. and uh, knocked on the door. No answer. Left thing on the porch. So I was once. That, that's the story. I was once on Tia. Carrera. That's it. That's the end, end of story. Nothing exciting happened. Yeah. Nothing. There was a swing. We placed the package was placed on the swing yeah. on the porch. Well, I've I've stood on Ozzy Osbourne's driveway, so I guess we're uh, we're tied then. <laughs> it's very similar. It's very very similar. Did you really go visit the Osbourne uh, house? I think someone at some point someone was visiting from out of town, and we like drove around and we found the. the this was when the, sh- the the whatever that show was called was on. What was that show called? 
the Osborns. The Osborns. It's called the Osborns. Yeah, <laughs> Ozing the Osborns. <laughs> uh, they could have. They could have come up with a better name than that. Don't you think? <laughs> Just the observing Osborns. the Osborns. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> And maybe call it Ozzy and Harriet and then just rename Sharon Harriet. Oh, yeah. She seems like a great person, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, she does. Anyway, yeah, we went by that house and I was like, there it is. And uh, there's a big gate and you can stand in front of the gate and go, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> we did that. Uh, my brother is a huge Ozzy fan. So when uh, I was driving them to the airport uh, the day or two after Danielle and I got married, I was driving them to the airport, my mom and my brother and my brother's like, hey, can we go by Ozzy's house? And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course, whatever. And then there it is. <laughs> and then you just keep moving. Like, it's not a he's not going to be out there waving. No. You know, it's like you're looking at a big, crazy, gothic-like gate. That's it. Right. Which makes it even more amazing when you re- when you hear the story of how uh, Richard Simmons literally used to stand and wave to the the tour buses uh, in yes. front of his house, like when he uh, when he was still like in the public eye or you know living. I have to life. imagine that those tours back in the 60s 70s yeah when it wasn't what it is today where you may you maybe you do see lee majors out on his front lawn getting something you know getting a yeah. paper right or you see you know uh, uh tom Selleck, you mm-hmm. know uh get walking from the door to his car but you don't anymore because everything is so the bushes are so yeah. high none of it yeah so want to go on a celebrity house tour? Okay. But you can, and you can go, there it is. Yeah, you're and going, you go, oh, I guess that's it. You wouldn't know. You're going on a celebrity gate tour is what you're going on. <laughs> right? That's uh, a nice gate. Oh, there's a good one. Oh, look at how tall that one is. And then well, what if there's a thing then, then people talk about it to go, uh, oh, I've never seen uh, Tatum O'Neill's gate. That's a great gate. You ever, <laughs> have you seen her gate? You have to see that's her gate. That's a great gate. gate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing gate. Oh, I saw Kate Jackson's gate. Oh, that's a gate. If you want to see wrought iron just uh, twisted into just beautiful shapes, then you got to see this gate. I was surprised that Johnny Carson had a wooden gate. <laughs> it's very understated for the uh, the king of late night. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Streisand, of course, has the brass. I mean, these are nice looking gates. <laughs> yeah. This could be a real conversation somewhere. About it. There could be four nerds really talking about Definitely. this on uh, the Gatecast. <laughs> uh, it's probably likely. I, I've been watching some YouTube uh, videos where there are people who are obsessed with certain kinds of furniture, like uh, some kind of child furniture that you can also have sex on or something. I don't remember what it's called. Like a uh, nugget. I think it's called a nugget. Ugh. Yep. I hate yeah, everything about that. Right I don't want to Google that. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, People are obsessed with uh, you. Have you ever seen those? They're they're professionally made, but they look like they're not. That have like scraggly letters on them. It like says like it just says like coffee, and it's like a like a yes. porcelain thing, but yeah. it's kind of like rough hewn. Yeah. Apparently, there are people who are obsessed with those, and they collect every single one. And when they come out at Home Goods, there are people waiting sometimes in some places in the morning because they know a certain one's going to come out, and they just grab all of them up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, there's there's some sad sack things. Uh, even in the Zoom, there's probably people who have collected some bullshit that you didn't need to collect. <laughs> I could speak for myself, uh, and uh, I also am when you say sad sack in the Zoom, you mean the four of us? <laughs> I'm saying it's at least two of the people in this Zoom right now have bought worthless plastic and kept it in a ba- in a box. Minimum. Why is minimum my box people? highlighted? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knows. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Mary Holland is going to be joining us. Mary's uh, in the new movie. You, you recognize Mary from everything, uh, but she's in the new movie called Golden Arm. Comes out this Friday. Uh, I do want to point, uh, point out that we had a great uh, live stream yesterday. We had a wonderful yeah. live stream yesterday uh, with our tier two and three 
uh, folks. So again, it's another uh, another time to remember that we do those on a monthly basis. And then uh, in addition to the monthly shows, uh, once a quarter, we play bingo and uh, have a good time there as well. So if you are not part of the platinum level, uh, now's a good time to jump in. Good time as any. Could jump in anytime you want to. Yeah. Tier, tier two and three, get the monthly live stream. Tier three only, get the quarterly bingo night. And speaking of tiers, we were all in tier. I think I guess you and I, at least Jimmy, were in tears laughing. It was one of those never not funny moments where Jimmy was falling out of his chair laughing. And I had tears in my eyes because you just insulted a man to his face. <laughs> yeah, and it was ridiculous. I don't, I don't think I knew I was insulting him, quite frankly, when I said it the first time. I don't think that's what I was doing. And Joseph. then it didn't stop me from calling it back three times. It was, so, yeah, I did not. Um, that's he I, knows the show he, you you know what i mean that to me that is the top level of that's what that's what i live for is is those moments on this show where where we're both just like crying laughing and it's usually at someone else's expense <laughs> of course uh, but danielle they, actually said uh, what what were you laughing at so hard that you were pounding on your desk uh, <laughs> they were like we heard you pounding we knew yeah something had to happen yeah uh, so join in on that if you guys want to, if you are, uh, uh, but again, we welcome everybody to listen to it on the, either on the free feed or even at that $5 level, we certainly appreciate it. We appreciate anybody, uh, who listens to this program and supports it, but do know that there's a lot more fun to be had, yeah. uh, by joining, uh, with the cool kids. Oh, and uh, if, if you miss out, like if, if you are a subscriber already and you, you just couldn't make it yesterday, we do always put those out after the, about a week later we put. Oh, good. So that guy gets to relive that moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody can enjoy what we're talking about uh, if they subscribe uh, to Tier 2 or 3. Uh, all right, terrific. Again, uh, Mary Holland's about to join us. We'll be back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2811. We are joined by a young lady who's in the, uh, the upcoming movie, uh, Golden Arm. It comes out this Friday. Uh, her name is Mary Holland. But of course, if you don't, if you haven't seen that movie, which you haven't because it hasn't come out yet, uh, you've recognized her from every single situation comedy that's come out in the last four years. Right? Mary, is there, seriously, is there one sitcom that said, you know what? No. <laughs> I would say most of them said that. <laughs> that's not true. Every time I, my, my son is at the age now where he's watching everything that we watch, the Veep and Kirby enthusiasm oh, yeah, yeah. and he's loving all these things and uh he's also obsessed with at&t commercials so he sees <laughs> oh, you wow a lot that's a really specific thing to be obsessed with he loves AT&T them. He, commercials he loves your story arc on those he just says <laughs> really yeah oh he is he, so he, nice he understands it you know i will say this it, it is the at&t right where you it's you and the uh, african-american gentleman walking and then you see the the, the perfect people isn't that that yes yep and yep. you deliver a line that I, th- I'm not kidding, Mary. I think it may be the best delivered line in Hollywood history. That's how much I love it. You have, so, you have just a wonderful it's throwaway. It's recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I, and it's going to be isolated and, uh, and flown uh, overhead uh, football games. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah. Jimmy. I think it's so great. I think your delivery on that line is so great. That's Thank it. Thank you. Jimmy, oh, I, I don't know if it. you noticed this because I'm sure you didn't look at the IMDb page like I am. Were you aware that our guest is also part of something that your son was a part of? Wait a minute. I don't know if I am aware of that. Uh, what what uh, are we talking? What are we talking about? My son has done a total of one thing in show business. Yes, yeah, yep. so and that's not even in show business. What was that one thing? What was that one thing? He was a contestant on the <gasps> Jedi uh, Challenge. Is that what it's called? Yep. Jedi Temple oh Challenge. God, Jimmy, <laughs> I remember this. I remember when we were shooting that it was told to me that Jimmy Pardo's son is is participating. <laughs> oh my gosh! And he was wow. your favorite contestant of all of them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not supposed to select favorites because you know they're all they're all great. But he was my favorite. Well, I'm thinking um, so. <laughs> I was the voice of the of the droid of eighty three who was yes. like a um, 
Ahmed Best's uh, the little wise-cracking sidekick. <laughs> and you're there. You were there. On, I guess you'd have to be there on yes. set, right? You couldn't do that after the after the fact. You'd have to react to what the kids are doing and stuff, right? Yes, I was. It, it was a really interesting setup um, because. Gordon uh, Tarbley, who who built eighty three, built the the costume. He was actually in the the droid outfit. Oh wow! And then I was in the control room on a on a mic that had a speaker attached to his back, and so I would be like riffing with Ahmed, like watching him on the monitors and riffing with him, and then my voice would come out of Gordon's back. <laughs> I'm sure it was very strange for all the children there. <laughs> I, I can tell you that uh, he did not come home and say, yeah, the one droid had a uh, had a back mouth. And that was sense, so. Oh, good. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. So it just felt normal. Um, that's well, that's it. exciting. I'm going to tell, I'm going to yeah. tell young Oliver that, uh, that, uh, you, that you were on the show today. Cause he, uh, again, he, I'm not kidding. He thought he, th- he does think you were great on Veep and he thought you were great on Kirby Enthusiasm along with oh, Sam Richardson. And, that's um, so nice. yeah, he gets, he gets it. He, uh, thank he gets God, it. And I say it all the time. Thank God he likes great comedy. So I don't have to lie and pretend somebody that sucks. Oh yeah, they're good too, son. I don't have to do any of that. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm very flattered. Please tell him I say hello and, and thank you for the support. Uh, I have, I have a quick question about that AD3. A- any talk at all of just having you put the costume on instead of that <laughs> incredibly complicated No, it was setup. never discussed. It was never <laughs> so discussed. Weird. But Gordon is uh, kind of a, he has built so many of these droid costumes. He played uh, C3, he like uh, has a C3PO costume that he, you know, takes to Star Wars events. So he's mm-hmm. like just very knowledgeable and in so, building those things. And I think it was just easier to have him build yeah. it for himself than for me to come in for droid fittings, right. which I, I <laughs> can only imagine would be strange. And uncomfortable, probably. <laughs> probably uncomfortable. I don't yeah. know. Who, who's to say? Yeah. But well, there was the never the any day, talk then, of that. So. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, Mary, I'm sorry. Zoom was not my friend. I thought you were done, and I think I stopped. I am done. I am done. I rambled. All right. Mary uh, Holland's been our guest. Thank you for coming, Mary. <laughs> See you. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. We do it. It's very quick here. Um, very quick on this program. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to know about the Star Wars thing. Now we're moving on. <laughs> That's it. Gosh, you know, okay. Well. We talked about the thing that'll make my kid happy. That's all I care about. <laughs> so, right, we're done. Bye. We're done. <laughs> um, now, Mary, here's what's interesting. You and I, you know, and we, we basically run in the same circles. We have the exact same friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet, I don't think you and I have had a conversation more than, hello, hello, and that's about it, right? That's Do we agree right. on that? I agree on that. Is that because you don't care for me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we got it out. <laughs> Oh my God! There's another human. No, being I don't know how. I don't know how that has happened because yes, we have we have circled each other. We've orbited each other. Yes. Um, and I don't know how that's happened, but I feel like that's very true of comedy shows when we were doing them. Yeah. yeah. Those days. Are you doing any Zoom shows? Are you a person that's doing trying to do improv uh, via Zoom? Yes. Yes, my team Wild Horses that I'm on with Stephanie Allen and Lauren Lapkus and right. Aaron Whitehead, we have done a few of these virtual virtual shows, which are uh, so fun. And it's been great to have that, um, have an ability to like to uh, do some kind of show. But boy, is it is it weird. <laughs> yeah. Is it, uh... it's just, you can't, there's no, um, I mean, the, oh, the, the live comedy with the audience and you're all there and you're like sharing this experience together and you're feeding off them and they're feeding off you. Um, it's just, you know, you're just met, you, you make a joke and then it's, it's met with silence. It, it, and it's just weird, right? I mean, <laughs> weird. Look, look, we've been doing it now for over a year on this show that we're not, 
But right. we're used to doing a show in a studio where you don't get the, the immediate laughs. But when I'm doing my, you know, when I, the, the, we, the game show that I'm doing now called Pop Cultured, yeah, you're, you say something funny and it's just really nobody. Well, nobody heard you. So you can't be <laughs> mad that nobody reacted. Yes. Or the people who heard you are not miked. And so right. you're not getting that feedback. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I but comedy shows like that's part of what I love so much about the, the comedy community is that you would just see people out and about. And even if you didn't have like lengthy conversations, there was this real awareness of community and like, oh, yeah, we're all like we're all buddies. We're all friends here. Yeah. And um, so anyway, but I am mad at you. Okay. Well, listen, I, I don't know what I did or said, but I. And I will, I'll never, and I'll never tell you. You have to figure it out. I will go to my on my deathbed. Why did she not like? And I'm out. Um, oh no! All right, Mary. Now, before we get any further, tell us about this gold. I don't want. I don't want to miss the second of talking about. Before we get into our usual grabassery on this show, tell me about Golden Arm and 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 what's happening in this program. Yes, the Golden Arm is a, it's a buddy comedy, a, a sports movie that takes place in the world of, of women's arm wrestling, and uh, the buddy part of it is me and Betsy Sodaro. Yes, and uh, who is a genius, and we play best friends. Who uh, I play um, her best friend, who's a baker, who has this this gift that she's unaware of, um, that where she has an incredibly strong arm, and it's it's a golden arm, <laughs> and the the story of the movie is is. My character being encouraged and supported by Betsy's character to to embrace that that golden arm and all the courage and confidence that comes with that. Great. And did you film this during COVID or was it filmed pre-COVID and then it, it's getting finally released now after post-production yes. so on? This was filmed pre-COVID. I can't imagine how we would have done it. <laughs> Okay. In COVID times, the, Betsy and I spent a whole day in the cab of a big rig with no air conditioning, <laughs> just me and Betsy. And then our director, Maureen Barucha, and the director of photography, Chris Messina, they were like on the mattress behind us in the cab of this big rig. We were breathing each other's air. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. 12 hours. Do you think, Mary, and maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're getting at. Do you think the four of you caused COVID? <laughs> That is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I, I, I initially thought the whole thing was a hoax, and I, I, I will never oh, get no. my vaccine. But, uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Jimmy! No, I, I, it's everything. Uh, Matt Gates tells me everything's phony, so I believe. Oh it. God! Don't uh, listen to him. No, he's a, he, he gets it. That guy. He gets doesn't it. get anything. Oh, he I'm gets afraid. it better than you'll ever get it, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. It, but the and also like all the tournament scenes like we're we're really everybody's in it together and i mean there people we're people are shooting things like people have figured out a way to do production during covid and it's that's very encouraging and, and exciting but i i don't know how we would have done it um uh, and, and and obviously it's arm wrestling so there's also probably a lot of touching <laughs> yeah, just the position of, of being like this with another human being is probably a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Not not COVID friendly, no. 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 Uh, but luckily we did shoot it before COVID hit. So so we got it. Got it done. And where yeah. is it, it, it's available on demand this Friday? Is that where I could see it? Can I also go to the, if I want to risk go and go to now that it's safe to go to a movie theater? Can That's right. You the you absolutely can. You can go see it in a movie theater. How exciting is that? Um, but you can also uh, yes, you can. It's available to to rent digitally on iTunes and um, 
uh, yeah, theaters and digital. I've just been told theaters and digital. <laughs> no, I just. You know, I've also you. been told theaters and digital. I'm getting you know a message, what? I guys. I heard the same thing. It's, it Listen, seems words like, out, guys. Theater like, and digital is a way to see yeah. this film. Um, uh, has it? Nobody. No, we talked about it last week. Mary, have you gone to the movie theater yet? Have, uh, uh, wh- wh- no. When will you do that? Do you think? I mean, I'm doing that for for this movie. I'm. You I, are. Will be, I will be there at, in a movie theater this weekend, which I can't tell you how excited, scared, nervous I am to do that. I, I miss going to the movies so much. I know. And it, it really is um, going to be quite a shock to the system for the first movie to see back in a movie theater is one where my face will be that giant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it a premiere se- uh, setting or are you just going to go uh, yes. and see it? There, yes, it it is a it is a premiere setting, um, and then we're doing a Q and A at the North Hollywood Lamley. Oh, I like movie theater. theater. I like yeah. that. I'm a fan of that uh, that uh, yeah. complex. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. I'm doing a Q and A at the. Uh, I'm doing uh, five nights in a row at the local ArcLights uh, this week, uh, <laughs> starting on Friday. So. Oh, I have, I have bad news, Jimmy. What's oh, up? No. I, I'm what also getting mean? just the same person that just told me it's theaters and digital just also told me, uh, unfortunately, the ArcLight is closing. And, oh, not, and when he says the, he means the collective. <laughs> the entire chain is, is. Well, who will ask and who will I answer if I'm not going to be I, at the? I, I, I don't think it's happening, Jimmy. I think it's. I think it's probably canceled. Well, I'm, I'm guessing this to, was booked a long time ago. Then I say go to Mary Holland's Q and A. Then don't. Oh, okay, anybody, yeah. Anybody that was going to come to my arc light, I guess. I guess. Well, what a Jimmy, way to find Jimmy, this. Jimmy, what's what oh, reacting on this? By the way, <laughs> what, movie, doing? what movie? What movie were you? Uh, what movie were you Q and Aing about? It was really just a QA and about my life, but I thought that I would rent out uh, the various oh. arc lights and do them there because I just think I just like the theater setting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That'd be nice. Have you Have you all been to a movie theater? No. No. Heavens no. no. Oh heavens no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm waiting for West Side Story. <laughs> yes. I'm, Can we all I'm, agree I'm, the original West Side Story might be uh, one of the best movies ever made, and maybe we don't need to see a second version of that? That's Is that a, something we could all agree on? It's a tough one to take on. If you're gonna If you're gonna remake a movie, I don't know why you want to take a shot at one of the best I, I can think of a couple of reasons why some people might want to see that remade but yes sure I, I I think it the, is a good I think movie are, but if something went, wins best picture I don't know if that's <laughs> one that we need to redo mm. mm-hmm. well you could do like what Side Story did which is, was a re a reimagining of uh uh Romeo and Juliet and reimagine West Side Story with perhaps a different title and some different people that's not what's happening I, I, I will that. I will see it though I have to see it I'll, I'll be there opening night are you kidding me so. are you kidding <laughs> from out I'll see I that at 10 a.m. and I'll see you in the heights at uh, at 1 at 1 p.m. that'll be my back to back competing wow uh, what a day musicals. it's a big mm-hmm. day Mary mm-hmm. are you a fan of musicals Mary is that something you're into yes I love musicals I love them what's your I'm, favorite of all time oh my gosh Ugh, so hard to pick. The first the first play I ever saw was Cats. Oh, boo. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. That was the that was my <laughs> I first too. Yeah. I loved it. And I'll tell you this. I remember seeing I must have been 7 or 8 or something and it was it was a production in a a, a regional theater uh, in Northern Virginia. I thought it was it was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen and at intermission this was how I thought theater worked, live theater worked. I was like, at intermission, what they're gonna do is they're gonna scan the audience for eager children who clearly want to be actors. And then they will pull (laughs) those children onto the stage and they will become a part of the show. And so I was like, this is it. (laughs) 
this is my chance at intermission. I just stared at the stage looking so excited and eager. And it's so strange how as a child, you just make up rules of how the world works. Right. Um, that wasn't what happened. I didn't get scouted. Um, but yes, but Cats was the first musical I saw. I loved it. Phantom of the Opera. Um, I loved uh, Ragtime. Mm -hmm. Ragtime uh, was a really, uh, that was a, one of the first musicals I saw too. Yeah, I, I love them. And I went to a theater school where they, they did a lot of musicals. I was never casting them, <laughs> but um, I got to uh, be around it. And I, I just love emoting and singing and dancing. I love being around all that. What, uh, what theater school did you go to? I went to my, my last years of high school. I went to a, a, an arts boarding school in Michigan called Interlochen, oh. and um, which is primarily a, 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 a most renowned as like a music school. People um, for singing and, and instruments and all of that. But then they, they have a great theater program, too. And they uh, had a lot of uh, a great budget to put on these amazing production. So I went there and then I went to Northern Illinois University for college where they had a, a BFA acting program there. Oh, and we didn't do any musicals there. That was strictly Chekhov. Oh, of <laughs> no. uh, I, I know a lot of folks from uh, from Northern. Uh, do you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, 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 you can't throw a rock in this town without hitting something from, from Northern. I tell you what. Right? That's right. <laughs> I'm one of them. I don't know what's I know it. And, uh, so uh, be careful. Uh, don't open that door. What if you opened up that door and a rock came through, uh, flying through? Yeah, why, it what, what are the people first doing? Time. <laughs> what's happening that in Northern true? Illinois that everyone's throwing rocks at them? That doesn't sound good. Uh, well, other than Mary, have you ever met anybody from Northern? You want to, the first thing you want to do is throw a rock at them. The, the only person I want to throw <laughs> a rock at right me. now is the person who won't stop calling it Northern. <laughs> What am I saying? <laughs> You're saying Northern as if, as if we all know Northern. That's what it's called. Like, uh, I, I don't know that that's... It's NIU. Okay, look, don't throw your lingo around at me, dude. I'm just some regular guy off the street. Listen, you know I'm Johnny Campus. You know that. You know that I'm talking oh, about this collegiate lifestyle. Yeah. You're being that guy. You know that's my bag. Guy that couldn't get away from college fast enough. You know that's me, man. The frat life. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was all up in that scene. That was you, right? <laughs> you can, that was me. Um, no, I wasn't. I wasn't around any of that. But um, but yes, and I, you had a, a great theater program. And so that that was we did a lot of a lot of dramas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's the important uh, comedies are for uh, weak people and uh, dramas <laughs> are for the important folks that understand the theater. Uh, speaking of uh, understanding dramas, uh, Mary, did you uh, did you watch the? Uh, we talked about it uh, before you joined her. Uh, did you watch the Oscars last night? And I sure did. Yeah, what a <laughs> huh? Your thoughts? Uh, what are your now, Ma Mary's, uh, Mary's actually in show business, unlike us, Jimmy. So she oh, might, that's a good point. She might yeah, be a little right, yeah. more uh, tactful in her. It was a. I mean, it was. I love watching the Oscars every year. Um, and this was a really, it was a new take on it, which was, you know, exciting, honestly. Like I, I, <laughs> I missed the sort of, um, the, the, the kind of bigness of the ceremony of the, the Kodak theater of like all these people there, like it feels like such an event, but 
something that I thought was nice was how intimate this one felt. And I how, do like, like the intimacy. I do enjoy just that. Sitting around tables and chatting, and it felt very. Yeah, I felt very intimate, which I thought was I cool. like that the uh, camera was on Diane Warren when she didn't win for the 11th time, and she literally didn't move a muscle. Like, <laughs> just, she just, like her whole body just, just decided, like, I'm just going to stare forward because I don't know what else to do because what the F does it take for me to win one of these damn things? Like, she <sighs> yeah. stared, and luckily the camera captured all that. <laughs> luckily, thank goodness. She's so great. Give Diane Warren a trophy and be done with it for crying out loud. Come on. Not that her didn't deserve it. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying that sure. Diane Warren, uh, what what uh, what you got to do? Also, the cameras were so in. It was like the cameras were really moving and weaving in and Little out movement. of people in a way that they 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 just logistically can't in like the big a big space like the the Kodai. You just you get a straight on close up. Or you get like a shot of the row or something. But in this, it's like, oh, they're in people's laps. They're on top of people. They're behind people. <laughs> like, right. Every angle. Yeah. They're all sneaky. The cameras were sneaky. The cameras were sneaky. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard some of those people. Bit... Some of those people didn't know they were on television. I think that was unfair. So that's that's yeah. the that's the downside. When you You're have... right about that. You're right <laughs> yeah. about that. I'm yeah. going to say Diane Warren did not know she was on camera <laughs> when she froze up and just stared forward with just nothing but bile building up in her through the yukata hey does anyone know what those little things on every table nope. were they looked like tweeters or oh i we had a theory that they were maybe mini air purifiers oh, oh interesting that makes more sense cuz we thought they were little lamps that if mm. they went to those like that they would just illuminate if they went to that table but it never lit anything so never lit anything. right I, like purifier yeah that or makes a speaker? sense i thought it was a speaker so that they could hear what yeah. the person talking was saying because there's no like loudspeaker i don't think in that theater maybe there was maybe they put stuff up for that but in union station yeah. it was in a train station that's right yeah choo -choo. which i also thought was really that was fun i liked that it was at union station i thought that was um cool i i i i it's a beautiful venue. Beautiful. Um, There's something about a train, Jimmy. I don't know what it is. What is well, it? it's magic, Matt. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, pardon me. I like the intimacy because it reminds me of the, uh, it doesn't remind me, in the same way that I liked the intimacy of like the Democratic Convention. Like uh, yes. when you pare it down, it's it's more, although again, some of these speeches are a little long and maybe it was a little, uh, uh, again, coma inducing, but I do like <laughs> oh, that boy. it pared down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pared down. <laughs> <laughs> did like that pared down pared down and um and i i i missed the live orchestra yes I that. oh yeah i, I did yeah. miss that even though i know that, that that music you know it plays people off when they're in the middle of their speeches and that's always a, a, an uncomfortable moment there's um this sweeping like that the epicness of that live orchestra yeah. is so special i, I liked I when um <laughs> i i just liked that uh, quest love who was like you know the music director you know yeah. some, someone would give a speech and then he would just be like nine two five what a way <laughs> to make a living it's like what the fuck he is did happening? a great job it was really was fun so like I, I loved really his choices fun. yeah he's he's like i think my age roughly or a little older and so like all of his reference like he played let's hear it for the boy at one point i was like yes <laughs> great he yeah, um he, he played the uh, the air horn after uh i i, I can never say pronounce the name properly uh, from uh 
uh, Black Messiah, uh, that gentleman who, uh, after uh, his speech. Daniel Kaluuya. And he uh, did it. He did the air horn. <laughs> and so don't think my 13-year-old son didn't do that after everybody's speech for the rest of the oh. show. And it was funny every time. No. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Uh, all right, listen, speaking of my son, let's get to Oliver's uh, trivia question. Yeah. Matt, do we have any uh, sort of... Uh, uh, in, uh, indication that uh, that's coming. We do. We do. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> I'm just looking for it. Uh, here we go. Um, wait, should, which one do I want to play? How about this should I've ramped up more. Mm, you did surprise me. Oliver's question is on its way. Oliver's question is here to stay. And Matt will probably get it right that's not okay that's i just i just remembered why i don't play that one anymore because i haven't gotten one right in six months <laughs> yeah. oh wow uh so that means you have a chance mary Usually i know i Matt like my chances okay yeah. Yeah. Gotta get you. all right here's your topic here's your all topic right. topic is feels like the first time feels like the first time mm-hmm. okay Okay. And uh, uh, I, I feel like maybe we didn't. Did we say the betting part for Mary? Yes. Uh Yeah. 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 Very good. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to make a bet, Garen, that I hope uh, I'm eligible to make. I finally wrote. Do I write it down? Uh, You can write it down, Mary. Yeah. Whatever you you want to do. Do you want your numbers? Categories feels like the first time. Uh, just start reading off what numbers I've used, Garen, please, quickly. 4, 6, 7, 9, 11, 14, 17, 18, 21, 23. All right. Thank you for your help. Thank you. I'm in. I finally wrote I'm, mine down, Jimmy. That's that, uh, So now I, have, now I have a key. You have a little key. You know, I, gotta make, I, I have a key, but it's, on, uh, it's, it's in a uh, what I call a spreadsheet, and that seems mm-hmm. to be uh, problematic. <laughs> I've got enough going on on my screen. I'm trying to engage with a human being. <laughs> and then I don't want to have to like start looking at numbers, opening up that file because you know clunky old man Pardo is not going to be able to do that without you know his computer crashing. <laughs> um, all right, listen. All right, so everybody, everybody in with their bets. Mary, you're in with your bet. Yes, I'm in with my bet. Mary, are you comfortable saying what part of town you live in? I'm fascinated by uh, everything about your personal life. Oh my gosh, I live in Frogtown. I don't know what that means. I, I'm not familiar with that phrase. It is, it's a neighborhood, it's just south of Atwater Village, right on the banks of the LA River. Oh. Where it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on over here, a lot of great restaurants, and um, there's a wonderful bakery called Just What I Needed that's in Frogtown that I highly recommend checking out. They make the most incredible cinnamon rolls. Good, all right, all right. right. Uh, Make a note of that, Just What I Needed, Uh, with the name of it. Is is that Uh, a needed with a K? Yes, needed with a K. Thank you. Like dough. <laughs> and you play a baker in this movie. I do. Wow. <laughs> Did you together. go to this bakery and uh, ask them for tips prior on how to use a rolling pin and so on? I, di- I was not aware of this bakery before we shot the movie. Ah. But I did try baking a lot of things before we shot the movie. I did. I did. Listen, I rolled out some dough. I in what was it good? No. You did not. Uh, you, you you were not happy with what you baked. What was your specialty? What was the, what was the of all the things you baked? What was your best? Oh, I made an olive oil cake that was so good. All right. Well, have you ever had an olive oil cake? I have not. Don't oh, I have. I know everybody hears olive oil. Everybody hears olive oil, and they think savory. 
They think mm. that's what you saute with. <laughs> and that's true. But you can also use it to make an extremely moist and flavorful cake. Yeah. And so if you if you ever come across a, a, a slice of olive oil cake, mm. do yourself a favor and give it a try. Now, Mary, I uh, speaking of baking is on. You seem like somebody that would be uh, would have uh, made an appearance on this, but I don't remember you being on there. So maybe you're coming up, or maybe you'd, uh, you're not going to be on there at all. Uh, but nailed it. It seems like you would have been on nailed. Oh, I would love to be right? on nailed it. I would love to be on nailed it. I haven't had the chance yet, but I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping, you know, I can I can bribe Nicole Buyer into getting me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with this whole there. with this whole baking thing that you're doing on a feature film, I, it's a I, no I think it'll be a slam dunk. Yeah. Feels like a, yeah, slam dunk. And I feel I'll, like I'll bring it up to our or whatever they say in wrestling when you when you win it'd right be a, away. A flash. Oh. That's what they call a flash. Oh. A flash is when you win immediately. Yes. Yeah. Was, right. I feel like Betsy Sadaro was on that once. Was she? Am I making that up? I, I picturing her being on there. Oh, probably. I'm kind of picturing that too. Now that you've said, yeah. It. Uh, so it seems like you're very close. You're 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 so close. So close. I'm right there. <laughs> oh, this is yours. It's right within your grasp. I'm right right there. within your flower-covered grasp. Right. Yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it with my dough hands, and it'll be great. Uh, a little sticky dough. Just get in there and don't undercook. Don't overcook. That's what I learned from that uh, from that show. That's right. Don't undercook. Don't what overcook. That's just a rule. Cool, that's a good rule for cooking in general. <laughs> right? Don't under. Don't over. <laughs> don't under. Don't over. Yeah, Are they, you a good cook, Mary? Is that something you're good at? Uh, I've gotten better. Okay. But I am not naturally skilled at it. No. All right. No. My husband is. My husband's an amazing cook. And so, how long have you been married? I have been married six months. Wow. Half a year. You got married in the middle of the pandemic. We got married right in our backyard, and our families were on Zoom. Is that it was, yes, it was a uh, very, it wasn't what we originally planned, <laughs> it, but it, it was, was no, no, we, um, we were supposed to get married in, in North Carolina with our families in person, but then pivoted, pivoted. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was so special. It was really, we got really creative with it and it was, uh, we got married on Halloween. And so we encouraged everybody, uh, all our family members on the Zoom to come in costume and boy did they deliver my sister I, was dressed as morticia adams my dad was dressed as kevin costner's character from yellowstone and he gave <laughs> a toast at the end of the ceremony he gave a toast in character and so so it was like i'm so sorry Dwayne. that's my dad i'm so sorry Dwayne couldn't be here um, he asked me to fill in for him, and so I just want to <laughs> just want to toast Mary and Matt and congratulate them on their marriage. It was very special. Does he look yeah. like Kevin Costner at all? <laughs> well, I mean, the costume is 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 a coat and a cowboy hat, yeah, and so I'm assuming I'm assuming an accent there. of some sort. Yeah, like that's a tough one to pull off. Considering I don't think I think most people have not never seen an episode. Of no, no one knew. Everyone thought that was just my dad. <laughs> like no one knew he was playing a character. Nobody was like, "It's um, the guy from Yellowstone." <laughs> he made several references to the ranch, which you know, okay. I think would be the only indicator of it being from Yellowstone. Growing up, your father's nickname was the Chameleon, was it not? <laughs> it was. Uh, yes, right on the money. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. Uh, by the way, I just got a news update uh, from uh, from Apple News that the uh, uh, Oscars hit a uh, all time low in ratings, uh, fifty percent lower than last year. Wow! Oh. That's guys, that's half. I don't know a lot about numbers, but that sounds like half. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's that's, just, that, that was breaking news. Matt Belknap, that was breaking news. Oh, From oh, what publication? News? Hold on. From what publication? Hold on, we're going to play um, this. Wait, we have a, we have a thing. News we have a thing that's going to It's probably not really news. Uh, that's from the Hollywood Reporter. That the Hollywood Reporter reports Oscars hit an all-time ratings low, shedding more than fifty percent of last year's viewers. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's all right, so the, no, no more information than I just gave you. I, I don't know why I felt the need to repeat it. <laughs> that, that's just a natural byproduct of people not knowing any of those movies because they weren't allowed I, to go yes. to the theater for a year. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. They they couldn't have known ahead of time that the broadcast was also going to be horrible. So. <laughs> Mary doesn't agree with us. Mary That's, is a. Uh, I'm glad she enjoyed. To have enjoyed it. Mary and Matt loved it. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna take a drink of water. <laughs> oh, what the? Oh, geez, nobody nobody saw that size of a beverage. No, yeah. nobody saw. Actually, that I thought that was. Well, actually, we don't know how tall Mary is. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be normal size. This is. What, are you drinking a blue power in twenty eight? ounces it's a lot of water it's a lot of wow. water. It's a lot of i thought water. that was a tea a kettle water. at first like a, yeah i thought you put a straw into a tea kettle <laughs> <Just drink>. <laughs> <laughs> i love to drink boiling water um it really helps it's good for the throat this these bottles i i got this um <laughs> online and it gives you little like time stamps and little encouragements oh oh all right you know keep hydrating but wait a minute you're already down to like five o'clock and it's only uh 12 30. i have to be honest i just filled this up a few moments ago i see like here yeah it probably takes 20 minutes to fill it (laughs) (laughs) um what's matt doing today mary is he is he in the other room what's matt up to matt is in the other room he's uh he's currently writing over zoom with his writing partner oh terrific has matt written anything we know matt uh i'm not i don't i don't think so he's he is in golden arm though he plays my ex-husband in oh that's great do i know matt I don't know that you do. All right. You're talking about you do. don't. Maybe that's why you're mad at me. Because I I'm always rude to Matt. I will not neither confirm nor deny. Damn it. <laughs> I get an answer on this eventually. Uh all right, here we go. Here's your question, guys. Everybody's got their bet in. Again, the topic was feels like the first time. That's your topic. I wonder if it's about the band Foreigner. That'd be exciting if it's about the band Foreigner. Seems Maybe like a chance. Be exciting for you. Well, horrifying <laughs> for the rest of us. One of these right ever. <laughs> Is that true? Hmm. Maybe one. Maybe two. It's like my son goes in and says to my wife, "Hey, what does Dad not know anything about?" And she says, "Everything, son." <laughs> and then she writes. But if he call. ever look, if he ever wrote a question about classic rock, then we would all rightfully take a uh, make an objection over the fact that that's unfair. He knows that yeah. you know a lot about that. That's true. I, I was listening, by the way. There's some movement behind me, and I don't know uh, who it is. I don't know who just snuck into this. Could be the dog from next door. <laughs> oh. Finally reached um, his All right, goal. here we go. Here's your question. Mm-hmm. Although the movie Psycho is known for its creative ways of achieving certain effects, it's actually the first movie to show what? Although the movie Psycho is known for its creative ways of achieving certain effects, it's actually the first movie to show what? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Huh. I don't have a clue. I'm just speaking so that uh, the uh, audio listener doesn't think that uh, the, uh, the signal's dropped out. Yep. <laughs> oh, I think I know this. You know this one, Matt Belknap? I, I could Mary, be wrong, but... Uh, don't give me your answer, Mary. I, how are you feeling, confident-wise? Three. <laughs> out, of, out of three? <laughs> Three out of five would be pretty good, actually. Um, Three out of like 
10. Jeez, I'm not even that high. I don't, but it's the first thing to show what? What does it show? Oh, mm, it's a, it's this, is, this is Hitchcock, right? Mm-hmm. Alfred, yeah. I see. Al Hitchcock? Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Oh, Al, yeah, full name? Okay. No, no, a known creep. Uh, <laughs> boy, do I wish I would have bet lower. I have an answer. It's not a good one. I have an answer, but it's not a good one. Um, all right, let's go around the horn. Mary, would it excite you to know that I was uh, at the Best Buy on uh, uh, Los Velas on uh, Friday? That's not too far from where you live, right? It wouldn't excite me. Would it excite you to know that I was that much, I was I was that close to the neighborhood? I could have went to the uh, the bakery that you recommend. <sighs> yeah. You talk about the Best Buy in the complex with Costco. <laughs> yes, and yes. formerly, I actually don't know if it's there anymore. But Babies R Us. Yes, Babies R Us is all uh, closed up, and yeah. it depressed Not there me anymore. Yeah. 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 I was looking to buy a pram. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word. Isn't that great? Look it up. It's a wonderful word. Um, Thank you to the British for that. I, was, you know, I, had to, I had to kill some time before an appointment, and I said, you know what? I'll just go into that Best Buy and uh, walk around like an idiot with my mask on and, and yell at people for uh, not doing that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go around. Let's check in with everybody. Let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's here at the Tri Corners of the Valley, the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. Uh, Garen. Uh, now listen, we already got your views on the Oscars. Uh, any, how's your health doing? Doing good, doing great. All right, uh, please share hey, with hey. Mary the uh, the ailment that you are uh, riddled with. I had recently been diagnosed with pericarditis. Oh, Mary, your that? thoughts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, need further clarification. <laughs> that is the inflammation of the sac, the pericardium, the sac around your heart. Oh my gosh. No idea how it ca- happens. No idea where it came from. Just Whoa. one day woke up in pain and went and got checked out. And what do you do? What, what is your, um, your treatment? Ibuprofen. Really? A- an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's got, it's, I think it's pretty much gone. But turmeric? Turmeric I hear is a natural anti-inflammatory. I, I, have, I have been told that as well. Hmm. I've not heard that. That's interesting. I've heard that, but I don't, I, I've seen no evidence that it works. I think it's one of those that uh, they tell you that, and then you you suck it down, and then nothing. Well, you shouldn't just be sucking down turmeric. <laughs> I you put it in everything as if I'm a put vampire. Put it in a tea or something. <laughs> <laughs> I go I go direct to the source. I'm yes. source only, Mary. You got to know that about me. I'm source oh, only. Oh no. Put it in yeah. your 128 ounce water jug. <laughs> yeah, just sprinkle a little bit of that. <laughs> that's Don't. a lot of that's a lot of diluting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, uh, well, Garrett. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. You're on the inversion. Yeah. Did you do the inversion table yet today? Not yet. I've, All right. Well, there's I'm, still time. Plenty are, time. Are you able to do the inversion table with an inflamed heart sack? I'm, I don't know. That's why I've kind of been not messing with that for the past like week or so. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like I'm to the point where I can open up my jump rope, get on that inversion table <laughs> sure. all at the same time. Do you think Mary, that, that was yeah. breaking? We received that breaking news yesterday. Garen uh, bought a jump rope. <gasps> That's <laughs> That is the appropriate response, Mary. I like the the inhalation and then the pause. <laughs> she considered it and decided, yes, I will. Yeah. I will give this yes. guy a bone. I am excited about this. <laughs> but, uh, do you own a jump rope, Mary? Is that something you, that you and Matt own? Did you? Get oh that yeah, we own a jump. We own a we own a jump rope. Oh yeah. Did you guys do double dutch in the backyard for the wedding? <sighs> no, damn it. 
Oh. That would have been so cute. Dwayne would have loved it. There's no Dwayne question Dwayne would have, would have loved lost it. His... Oh, hang on a second. Look who's here. My young uh, Oliver, come in here. This is interesting. Oliver? Uh, here, put this in your ear. Oliver, this is Mary Holland. Hi, Oliver. Hello. We recognize, of course, from, uh, we just watched on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Hey, get in here so people can see you. Hi. Guess what Hi. else Mary's a part of that you are? You actually have a connection with Mary. What? Take a guess. I, I don't what know. would your connection be? What one thing have you done in show business? The, the, the Star Wars game show? Yes. Wait, hang on. Put that back in. <laughs> uh, Mary is, guess what Mary is on the, on the Star Wars game show? Could you be the voice of the robot? Yes, I am. That's very cool. Yeah, Oliver, it's so nice to see you again. Nice to see you as well. <laughs> oh, we had so much fun. <laughs> Did you have fun on this show? Absolutely. It was really exciting. On the Star Wars show? Yeah, it was very fun. Uh, okay, we can't. Hear we can't hear you. Oh, all right. You, uh, you, oh, you right. got to speak right into it. Oh, uh, you know, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was oh, very good. Exciting. All right, Scram. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't want to micromanage. I don't want to micromanage what's happening at your house, Jimmy. But when you tell him to get in here, you could also scoot over slightly so that he has somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun for me, but that's okay. <laughs> Like you're you're dead center and you refuse I, to move even the slightest. Whose name's on the show? <laughs> whose name? Yeah. Is, take take a look around. Look, look, totally fair. Take a look, look around. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Right. I would Everybody never say that type of thing to me. Well, you guys don't do that. Oh, Matt, you could do it. I Everybody see, else don't I look see around some your room because you want to see my name. Although, what if Mary panned out and there's just posters of me all over that? <laughs> and candid photographs, telephoto lens photographs, newspaper clippings. Hate them. Yeah, no, Jimmy, we've never talked or met. <laughs> <laughs> red, red yarn. I, yeah. You know, here's what happens, Matt. Full disclosure, here's what happens. Yeah. I go to move, and for some reason, the office chair... Uh, it, it decides at that moment to not roll and I don't know okay. why. And so then I go to roll and then I kind of throw my back out because I'm stuck oh. in a position. Okay. So it's, um, it's not me, worth throwing your back out. I agree. I, I agree with everybody that okay. I should move out of the way to let the child in. I recognize <laughs> yeah, I, it was, you're going to bother if you're going to, yes. you know, like I know he's, he doesn't happen that often. So it's not like the biggest thing, but maybe think about bench seating. I don't know. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> could go bench seating. Maybe like you can get piano, him a second microphone. Like you're at a piano. Sure. Yeah. Do you play the piano, Mary? Do you and Matt have a piano over there at the house? We don't have a piano, but I do play the piano. You do. Oh. Matt oh, won't do. allow it. Matt says Matt has a, a very strict no music rule. In this no music he's at the, all. He's the father from Footloose. <laughs> he is. Won't let me dance either. Oh, but God, I love him so much and we're very happy. To oh. um, uh, yes, I do play piano. I also play the flute. Oh, wow. Boy, do I love the flute. I love it. Beautiful. I love I love everything about the flute. Do you, do you, do you still play it? I have it. <laughs> um i haven't played it recently but i i could if i picked it up i would be able to i'd be able to remember scales i remember notes i remember finger positions i think i i would be able to get back into it fairly quickly great do you do you read sheet music Can you sight read i can sight read but but it very slowly mm. very slowly but I could like I would have to like count out the I'd be like okay well that's G okay. <laughs> yep D yep. you know I yep. it would take I'm me with a while. you there it would take me a while what's the oh, thing yeah. all good boys something something how do you every do good boy does fine is one of them yeah there you go and then every good face boy does fine. or something oh face yes. <laughs> is that face. the other one yes, yes. the, the gaps face. in between yeah and then mm -hmm. good boys do fine always I believe is the bass clef now you lost which me. is not true 
<laughs> yeah, that, that they should they should update that for the twenty first century. Yeah. And that's a fair point. You're Girls? looking for woke music, uh, music? Is that what you guys are looking for? I'm just looking uh, for accurate, accurate I, statements. Accurate, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, how long have you been with this, you. Matt? Uh, total. I know you've only been married uh, half a year. How long have you that's guys right. been together? Ten years. Ten years. Wow. Ten wow. years. Nice. Almost. Yeah, it'll be ten years next year. So it, nine years. <laughs> wow. So, so that, and what about in two years, Mary? What will that be? <laughs> two years. It'll yeah. be eleven years. I see. Uh huh. And one. what about yeah. last year? How long were you guys together last year? Last year, eight years. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, this is starting to make more sense now. <laughs> um, well, he sounds like a great guy, this man. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's very I don't funny. Doubt did you meet him in the comedy world? I did. We met We met in uh, doing improv. We, yes, we were in the improv scene at UCB together and we're friends for many years. And then, um, and then it became romantic. I, this is exciting. Is it? Uh, it is I, 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 there's no doubt I probably met this guy too, and it's. Uh, I'm sure you've you've it, probably crossed paths with all him. my UCB stuff. That's right. That uh, That's right. is that going to stay open? Is the Franklin is Franklin going to stay open? I sure hope so. Who who knows? I mean, I, know. I feel like the 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 state of of comedy theaters in Los Angeles in general. I have, mm. I just have no idea about. But I'm I'm hopeful that it will all reopen again. Yeah, me too. Boy, it would be. I mean, for a for a for their sake, for their business, and b yes, so that we all have a place to go back to when yes. we're allowed to go back to places. Mm-hmm. That's what I hope too. Oh boy, but if I see that Matt, I swear to God, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, wait, uh, nothing. Probably should have said that quietly to myself as opposed to <laughs> the microphone. Well, you did kind of say it under your breath, but I yeah, did, it was but I did microphone. say it into the sound system. That was the, my <laughs> yeah. mistake. Uh, hey, listen, let's take a quick break, uh, then we'll come back and get everybody's answers. So we'll do that uh, right after this. Okay. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Mary Holland is on Twitter at Mary Holland Days. That's just her name with A-I-S-E at the end. She's also in the new movie Golden Arm. Uh, she's the star of the new movie Golden Arm, which is very exciting. Uh, it's in theaters and uh, on demand digitally this Friday. Please check it out. It sounds hilarious. A lot of fun people in it that we love. Uh, a lot of people we know from UCB, like Mary and Betsy Sodaro. And uh, yeah, it just sounds very funny and awesome. It's about arm wrestling. So uh, go see it. You're going to love it. And uh, check out Jimmy Pardo. He's the judge, as you know, on Pop Cultured. Their next episode is May 8th, or their next show, I guess. It's an episode too. Uh, May 8th, and go to RushTix.com for tickets to Pop Cultured. And May 21st is his next Flappers date, FlappersComedy.com, if you want to join from anywhere in the world and uh, be in the Zoom room while Jimmy does stand-up comedy virtually for you. Uh, finally, Misfit Toys. Uh, the spotlight this week goes to Todd Glass. The Todd Glass Show is his podcast on Misfit Toys. You know Todd. You love Todd. If you don't know Todd, if you if you don't appreciate the genius of Todd Glass, please go to YouTube and look up Todd Glass Nature Box. That is That will give you the clip of when we were trying to do a Nature Box commercial uh, in studio here. And Todd was our guest. And uh, hilarity ensued. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so check out Todd Glass wherever you can find him, but specifically wherever you get podcasts and listen to the Todd Glass Show, part of the Misfit Toys Comedy Collective. Enjoy. 
Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earning comes in, Matt. Yeah, earning. Earning's there if you got a last uh, minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. They're, exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. And that's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just Yeah, if you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people, we could, you know, get this thing off the ground, get, let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a... I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things. I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Get a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah, you went on. You've said, "Look, I'm looking for me- yeah. metal, metal. What are the? What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge. For. They forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Uh, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life, that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Do not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it b- probably is. But 
It probably is. And you know what? I think I got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2811. Mary Holland is here. Mary's in the movie. A new movie comes out this weekend called Golden Arm, along with Betsy Sodaro, who's wonderful. And uh, actually, this is the, the whole cast is great, isn't it, Mary? You got a whole uh, cast uh, is amazing. Yeah, uh, throw some other names at us uh, without oh, being on the spot. Who else is in this thing? Dot Marie Jones, Kate Flannery, Eugene oh. Cordero, Aparna Nintrilla. I mean, Ron Funches, Olivia Stambulia, Don Luby. Uh, I mean, you got you, you freaking you got Bessie Sodaro. You got. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Matt. Matt's in this thing. Matt Newell. Matt Newell. My husband is in this movie. Um, I, you, you got, I mean, you, so many great people. Well, you listed I mean, like 30, though. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think you're I covered. Okay, I think, yeah, you're I'm looking, I'm looking, I have the poster right here. So I'm Ahmed Barucha, of course. Ahmed Barucha, who is the, the brother Maureen Barucha, who is the director. And Ahmed is a very funny stand-up. Oh, so check him out if you're not a, a familiar with his comedy. All right, will do. Uh, that's Mary Holland. The, the name of the movie is Golden Arm, so uh, keep an eye out for that. Or uh, any of your streaming comedies that are on right now, watch those because uh, uh, I'll bet you $1 million will pop up in it. Uh, yeah, when, Jimmy, when you were saying that she's on every sitcom, I think the thing is she's on every good sitcom. <laughs> so like, if you like good shows, like she was on The right. Good Place, you were, you were on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, uh, to me, it's like that's why I feel like I see you all the time is because you're on the shows that I like personally. <laughs> so, oh, thanks, yeah. Man. Right. Kind of but cool. she's also on Zach and Cody. All right. I don't know if that's true. I made that up. I, no, I, think made I, that up. I mean, maybe. I have no memory of that. Oh, my God. Well, but um, let's all agree. Funny. <laughs> the sweet life? Uh, it's not for us. It's for children. Uh, Gary. <laughs> for children. Give me a hang on. Let me uh, repeat the question. Uh, yeah. Again, this is uh, psycho related. Uh, feels like the first time is the topic. Although the movie Psycho is known for its creative ways of achieving certain effects, it's actually the first movie to show what? Garen, you are a gentleman who loves the horror genre. Yes, I am. Do you have an answer? Uh, I'm going to go with it's the first time they've shown a woman in the shower. Oh, woman in the shower. Interesting. Mm. Well, we'll find out if that's the answer uh, by everybody else just kind of staring at their screen. I want to say nobody <laughs> thinks that's a good answer. I mean, what's weird is it, it does feel like maybe it could be the first for more than one thing now that you say that. Because I, I, I thought I remembered a different piece of trivia about this but uh but yeah i mean it could also be like when was was there another movie with a woman in a shower before that probably I not I, I i don't know there could also be the first time that you the first to ever show blood going down a faucet i mean or right, down right. a drain right and, uh, so yeah. uh once again my son will get a stern talking to after this program <laughs> for uh, having such a vague question and making me look the fool mm. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i could also be wrong that's true but it, but but like what yeah uh, it's crazy I'm gonna uh, look this. I'm gonna look that up. And as soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna find out if there was another shower scene before. I'm Psycho. guessing that he, uh, you know, he usually does a little bit of research to make sure that it's right. not. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's good at this. He's good at writing. Yeah. So we'll, that's uh, a good question. We'll see. He did not win that Jedi Temple Challenge. They uh, they got to the finals, but did not win. So uh, tough. how good is he really? You know what I mean? That was heartbreaking. Hmm. I can't weigh in on that. He, well, he came <laughs> home. I was not there. I was not allowed because they, you guys shot during COVID. And they yeah. came home and I said, how did he do? And he said, well, we made it to the finals, but we didn't win. I said, I'll be in my office. And uh, <laughs> oh, close that door. I, I talked to winners, Mary. I talked to winners. <laughs> oh, God. What if God? You, you know, imagine parents are like that. How fucking oh, yeah. would that be? 
You went there to win, didn't you, son? <laughs> what the fuck, Dad? I got a, I got a Jedi helmet out of it. <laughs> yeah, but you have. I don't see a lightsaber. You said that they give a lightsaber to yeah. winners, right? Lightsabers are for the winner. He did get a video game though, Mary. He got a crazy, uh, yeah, uh, uh, actually arcade-sized video game. That's I didn't garage. get that video game. Uh, do you want this one? <laughs> <laughs> happy. I'm happy to bring this one over to you. Nah. He's taking up a lot of space, and boy, he's gonna play it every. I'm gonna play it every day, Dad. I'm gonna play it every day. I'm gonna play it every day. <laughs> can't, there's, there is no arcade game in the world that you would want to play every day for the rest of your life. Well, I know one for certain. <laughs> I know that. Uh, as I have, uh, there's a slight leak in our garage. Like when it rains, the, the garage door, because of earthquakes and stuff, the garage door is not f- flat. Mm-hmm. So like right, the garage, like there's just a little area where water can drain in. So I now have to put towels in front of this arcade game uh, because that's the one area it. that gets a little bit of water. So that could all be solved, Mary. We'll bring it over right there. We'll, down. we'll find <laughs> no, it. I'm all right. No, well, Matt, I'm Matt's going right. to love it. I'm okay. Matt's going to love it. Actually, he right? would. He would. Love it. You know, blow some steam in between writing. It's perfect. I'll bring it over. You guys will love it. I, yes. uh, no, I hear. I, I, you know what? I, I get. I, I hear you, but I don't hear you. I'll bring it. Over. <laughs> Aren't happy to do it. Uh, let me check in with the Pez dispenser. There he is in Palms, California. That's Hoberg. Uh, Elliot, uh, uh, time does not allow us to get sure. uh, for you to get into one of your long-winded stories. <laughs> and I, I certainly have lots of new and exciting, interesting things to talk about. Uh, Mary, uh, 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 Elliot is paranoid by, uh, he is paralyzed by fear. He does not leave his apartment uh, during this uh, pandemic. So okay. Barely leave. Nothing. I sometimes leave, but, but, but barely. Yeah, I didn't leave last scary. December. Last December I stayed, I stayed in cause I was definitely, I was definitely a feared during mm-hmm. that period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I go to my PO box. The lowest they've been the, 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 here in California, the lowest they've been since this thing started. Yep. Now's the time. Go for a walk, Ellie. That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Stretch your legs. <laughs> Go lick a stranger. <laughs> Go lick a stranger. Come Just like on. I did before COVID. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pre-COVID uh, uh, behavior. Sure. Uh, uh, Elliot, do you have a guess on this uh, question, this psycho question that my son is? I, I do. Uh, I so. I, I know that uh, Alfred Hitchcock was known for this. I just, I don't know if this was the first film he did it in. Uh, I believe it's called a push zoom. It's a it's an effect that you do with camera where you zoom out while you roll in and it All looks right. kind of weird and spooky. Yeah. I don't even know that it's in Psycho, but that's my guess based on that information. You're going to go push zoom. Push zoom. Push zoom. I didn't know that was a Hitchcock thing, believe it or not. I thought I'm, that was a Spielberg thing. Mm-mm, no, Hitchcock definitely did it before him. Push Zoom sounds like what I do and I'm rescheduling my day. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the type of thing you can see with wild horses when the UCB reopens. Um, that high I, caliber. I, I actually enjoyed it. I don't I know why the fuck I'm shitting on it. <laughs> Maybe laugh. Okay. Um, oh, great. Now, listen, uh, Matt Belknap, give us your answer here. I, I, I'm like, uh, here. It's like I'm, I, I half remember this this trivia, so I'm going to try to like thread the needle on the way I answer this and see if I'm right. I think it was the first time in a film that you saw an unmarried couple in bed together. Oh, Ooh, that sounds familiar. Oh, interesting. Because at the beginning of the movie, you see Janet Leigh and and her yeah. her her lover. They're at a her motel lover. or something. Unwed. Yes. Interesting though. Mm-hmm. Very not on my Maybe watch, the- Mary. <laughs> but that, by the way, the that's also like 
I, it could have it could have been the first time you saw a man and a woman in bed together too, like just married or unmarried, because there, there was think, a time when you didn't see that at all. Right. I, I don't think I, I I didn't say something like that because like before the 1930s, all sorts of stuff was happening, and yeah, then everybody true. got up, uptight. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there was there there was no code. There was no you know they didn't have the MPAA or anything, and so like mm-hmm. people were kind of wild. And then people and then you know McCarthy was like, "This is terrible." Was it McCarthy? I don't know. Somebody in power was like, "Movies are out of control," and they the industry had to clamp you it said, down. Uh, uh, that's the ventriloquist, right? Yeah, that's right, Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> Um, McCarthy. Right, yeah. that ventriloquist who It's out of control. Everything's out of control. Everything he wielded a lot of power. Scary, right? You wouldn't think you would, would you, Mary? No. <laughs> Do you have a guess on this, Mary? Do you have a guess on the cycle? I question? have a guess. What is it? And I also guessed a woman in a shower. Did you really? I okay. did. Um, all right. Well, my crap guest, a uh, guest and guest <laughs> is um, I, I, all my answers are guests in my mind. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're I, I, pa- I panicked and could not think of anything. So I said jumping cat. I just said jumping cat. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they ever had that jumping cat, you know, for that cheap scare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see interesting. Yeah. Is that in that movie? I, I can't picture that. I no, I don't even know if it's in the movie. movie. I, I, I'm just glad I wrote something down. I couldn't <laughs> think of a single thing. If you're right. I will be furious. Again? You're writing that at me. <laughs> that is a good yes, though. That's a good answer. I'm still, I'm, really? I keep thinking of other yeah, things. Yeah, that's a good answer. I, I disagree with Garen, but I do want to say. I like, do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I fact, both of you. I'm, I'm going to agree with Garen, because I think, although the cat part, maybe not, but the but the false jump scare. The jump scare. Oh, I, I should have said yeah. cheap scare. I could have just went more generic. Cheap scare. Yeah. Uh, My I, other... Go ahead, man. Oh, I was going to say, like, there's. I'm thinking of other things that could have been, like, maybe it was the first time a man was in a woman's dress. That happens. In that is literally what I was about to say. That my backup <laughs> answer was a, a man in, in drag, essentially. But I couldn't remember when some like it hot came out. But you know what? Oh, to right. me, the question is written. Although the movie Psycho is known for its creative ways of achieving certain effects, yeah. So a woman, in a, a guy in a dress is not really an effect. Right? Yeah, that's why I went with my thing. Mm. Yeah, push zoom. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's hey, is what too. I do when I'm rearranging my day. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got it? <laughs> You've done it again, Mr. Pardo. Oh, Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. What? <laughs> what, what, what the hell is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Didn't you hear what he said? Oh, sorry, it was so Mary. funny. I heard what he said. I said that exact same thing a few minutes ago. Oh, what? no. You know what? Must have been a Zoom link or something. We didn't hear I think, it. I think yeah. it, your mic cut out. Yeah. That's too bad. Ah, uh, gaslighting. Uh, uh, guess. the fun we have with gaslighting uh, alright here's the answer here's your answer the answer is as I scroll up a toilet flush oh a wow. toilet flush it is wow. also the first movie where the sound of a toilet flush is heard so we can all thank Alfred Hitchcock for paving the way for such classic scenes like the one in Dumb and Dumber where they poop so hard they break the toilet such a legend <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Oliver and his editorialization Wow. So, uh, Oliver. Uh, well done. Oh, boy. You know what? That's a good, good answer. Yeah. Uh, what everybody bet? Uh, Garen. 17. 17 for Garen. Elliot. Six. Six. Matt. I bet 18. 18. Mary. 24. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. You have the option to go all the way to 25. It doesn't do it. Love it. <laughs> uh, I went with eight. And that means Elliot wins. <gasps> Elliot gets the $5. Wow. On, a, on, a, on the bet. Wow. Yeah. 
Congratulations. I heard, I heard feels like the first time and I thought there is no way I'm going to know the answer to this question. Why? You don't know you don't know first things? What? Good sentence. <laughs> I, 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 I figured I figured it was I figured it was like a foreigner question, like you joked. Oh, oh, oh you did? Mm -hmm. He's not gonna do that. He's never gonna do that. My son doesn't care about that stuff. It's always gonna be film or TV related. Always. <laughs> always. Always. Oh, it's be that. Oh, oh, do, do I take acting classes? No. All right. Um, Mary, the name of the movie is Golden Arm. That's right. It's released in theaters and digitally this Friday, the 20, the 30th? 30th. The 30th. 30th. The 30th. The 30th. That's right. Um, the six month anniversary of your wedding. You guys are going to go to the premiere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Crazy. Is like Matt going to join you with this on this or do you, or do you have to go alone because of uh, uh, protocol? I assume he's joining me. I hope he's joining. Me. I, we're planning on him joining me. Oh, so well, he's in the movie, so of course he's, he's going. In the movie. Oh, that's a good he's point. Gotta go. He's got to right. go. He's got to go. All right, he's um, not a plus one. He belongs there. He is going to be there. Right. Um, yes, very excited. Check it out. It's just a. It's a fun movie. Laughs, arm wrestlings, <laughs> a big rig. What more? What else he want? Nothing. I, I'm gonna. I, I, in fact, I guarantee you this. We will watch this Friday night. I guarantee we will. Oh, good. Absolutely. We we're, we're always looking for something fun and funny to watch. And uh, you're terrific. Betsy's terrific. Uh, I assume this Matt pulls his weight. Uh, he sure does. So uh, he sure does. Yeah, we're yeah we're gonna watch. There's no question we're gonna watch it Friday night. Oh, no question thank in my mind. You. Um. All right. Uh, Mary, is there anything else you want to talk about before we say goodbye to you? This has been so fun. Thank you for having me, and um, and thank you all for thank you for checking out the movie. I am so excited. Uh, thank you, and and you gave us something to talk about over dinner tonight about you being part of the uh, Jedi Temple Challenge. Yes. Uh, so we could I could hear about that as opposed to uh, whatever new game he's painting the figurines of. <laughs> uh, this is a win. This is a win. It's a yeah. win. 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 Uh, the movie's called Golden Armor. It comes out this weekend. Check it out. Theaters digitally. Mary Holland, thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye. Don't run away, though. We'll say goodbye to you uh, off the air oh, uh, sure. like human beings. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for uh, uh, listening to Never Not Funny. Thank you for supporting it at whatever level you do. Uh, uh, wear your mask. Get your vaccine. Quit effing around. Let's end this thing. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is. At the Never Not Funny Weather. That's, that's Garen Cockrell in Palms, California. That's the Pez Dispenser, Elliot Hochberg. Holding down the fort at Never Not Funny Headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California. That's Matt Belknap. Our new friend, I'm going to say it, mad at me or not, I'm going to say it, our new friend, Mary Holland, coming to us from Frogtown. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.